welcome to Weekday Wrestling, a time to wrestle with the Word of God and make space for His transforming work. So Rob, as I, as I thought a little bit more this morning about Luke 10, 1 through 20, and Jesus sends out the actual sending out of the 70 or the 72, um, it reminded me of being at Synod and hearing our bishop declare this the decade of evangelism. So I'm just curious, from your perspective, how, what is evangelism? Oh, great question to wrestle with. So, you know, all of us have a picture in our mind of, of what evangelism has looked like in our culture. But, you know, Luke is really about the evangel, the good news, what, what we call the gospel. And, and so truly evangelism is proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God manifest among us and coming to fruition as when Jesus returns. And so even the, the very beginning we hear the angels proclaiming at the birth of Jesus, this is good news for unto you a savior is born on this day in the city of David. And so it's that good news that Jesus proclaims in Galilee. It's the good news that he sends the 12 out to proclaim the good news of the kingdom, and it's the good news that that he sends the 70 out. And I mean, he even says, you know, this is how people know that, that you are proclaiming good news because you say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. And so evangelism is really how we proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God in the way that we act, in the way that we say, and our invitation to others to participate in that good news of the kingdom. Okay, so with that in mind and balancing out this idea of we're to be the church, not do church, we're going to be intentional about our evangelism. What lessons can we learn about evangelism from how Jesus sends them out? Oh, I think that's a great, you know, this is a great template for evangelism. You know, like the 70, we are still sent out. Even, you know, at the at the ending prayer of our liturgy, we, we pray for God to send us out to do the work that he's prepared for us to do. We, we send out, as, as the deacon says, now go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And so... Thanks we, be to God. Thanks hallelujah. Be to God. Hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we are still sent out each week from, from our worship, but each day as we, um, as we go about. And Jesus still sends us out as lambs among the wolves. He sends us out to bring peace to a culture that's saturated with violence, to bring love to a culture that's saturated with hate, to bring light to a culture that's saturated with darkness. And so as lambs among wolves, we go out not to be wolves. We don't return violence for violence. We don't return hatred for hatred. And, and so that's really the first part of what Jesus says. He says, go into these villages enter a house, say, peace be upon this house. And so the, the gospel, the, the evangel, is really the evangel of peace, the good news of peace. And so we have to cultivate that peace within us. Jesus tells us that the words that we say are an overflow from our heart. And so if we find words of violence coming from our hearts, we have to, to go before God and say, God, heal me. Make me a person of peace that I may know your peace, that I may proclaim your peace. You know, we look around the, the culture around us, and I think we've, we've mentioned, you know, looking at the bumper stickers, looking at social media, there is just a tremendous amount of name-calling, 
and hate and just ugliness. And, you know, we, we need to be reminded, you know, Jesus says, you know, calling someone a fool is on par with murder. It is the same violence manifested in a different way. And so, you know, the, the first thing that we need to do in our evangelism as we train ourselves to evangelism is cultivate peace in ourselves, cultivate peace in our, in our close relationships so that we can then manifest peace, we can proclaim peace, we have a peace to, to send out as we encounter others. And then we need to look and say, wow, this isn't just about me. This is God's going before me to prepare the way. Jesus tells them, you know, the, the fields are ripe for the harvest. You know, God has already prepared the harvest. Paul, Paul writes that, that God is sending us out into the good works that he has already prepared for us because we are his workmanship in Christ Jesus. And so as we are formed in Christ, we are prepared for the good works that God has already prepared for us. And so as we go out in evangelism, we trust that God is already preparing the way, that God is already ripening the people that, that we encounter to be people of peace, to be people who can receive peace, who can receive and look for the kingdom of God. And then we also remember that, that God provides. God, uh, Jesus sends out the 70 without anything. And, and so, you know, oftentimes we don't want to share the gospel because we don't think we know it well enough. We think, wow, those people are going to have questions that I can't answer. Jesus says, when you're called to testify, don't prepare what you're going to say beforehand and let the Spirit place those words in your mouth. And so if we have cultivated peace, if we're confident that God is preparing before us, we also are confident that God has prepared us, that God provides for us the words that we need, the, the things that we need to actually proclaim this gospel of peace. Jesus also says, go into those towns and heal the sick. The gospel is about healing. And, you know, healing is a hard thing to talk about. You know, in, in, our, in our culture, and in, in particularly in, in our churches even, we, we either see people come in their, their brokenness, their woundedness, their, their identity in themselves instead of identity in Christ. And either we push them away and say, wait, you're, you're too broken to be among us. Don't, don't come among us. Or we say, wow, you're broken. We love you. Just go ahead and stay broken. And so this, this radical invitation to, one, acknowledge our brokenness, our wounds, our need for healing, and to then bring those needs before God and allow God to heal us. And that's, that's the good news of the kingdom, the good news of healing. And, you know, the other thing about evangelism that's often hard is, is we want to we count things. I mean, we're, we're a culture that counts. We, we want a metric for success. And so I, it, it always kills me to to see people. We went on a mission trip and we led 76 people to Jesus. We saved 70 souls. Yeah, whatever the numbers. Yet yeah, Jesus says, you know, that's not the metric. He says, go into a town, proclaim peace. If it's received, stay in that town. If it's not, wipe the dust off your feet and tell them, know this, the kingdom of heaven has come near to you. And so our metric is not whether people believe us, whether people are convinced, whether people want to receive the good news, it's, wow, have I manifested the kingdom of heaven such that the person that I encounter, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's, you know, on the road, wherever I encounter someone, 
do they know from from how I am, from from the words that I have, from the manner that I approach them, do they know that the kingdom of heaven has come near? And so, in some ways, that's that's an easy metric. You know, I don't have to count anything. But boy, that's a difficult metric to live into. And, you know, living into that is a reason that we wrestle with Scripture. We, we wrestle with the Word of God so that we create space for God to transform us. And so thank you for that, that great question about evangelism.